is the Todd and Friends Podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? Oh, come on. I'm with you. So, thank uh, you. Yeah, I'm with you. Todd, I knew we'd agree on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio. With thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's Todd Bergaff. Hey, thanks for joining us on the podcast once again today. Jeff Ash joining us on the telephone as I'm in North Dakota. And soon, uh, Jeff will be headed off to watch a little baseball today. Lefty, where are you headed? I am headed to St. Cloud, so not too far away. Yeah. Fortunately, we, I don't exactly know how it works if they have it there every year, but St. Cloud is the host for what's called the regionals. So we have, um, you know, obviously teams like Ridgewater are in our um, conference. So there's like three divisions within the conference, which you kind of know a little bit about that. And I know you've looked it up before when we were on the podcast. So then they do a seating. So 10 teams make it. So nine teams from our three divisions make it or well, we had best two out of three, which happened last weekend. Okay. So then those teams advance, and then NDSCS gets like an automatic because I don't exactly know why. I think they're like Division One, uh, whatever. But yeah. So they're they're the tenth team. So we started that yesterday, and um, we played Ridgewater actually yesterday. And like I said, that's kind of a tense one for us because I've got two nephews on the other <laughs> side with Ridge right. and Brooksy, Brooksy on the St. Cloud Cyclone side, and. <laughs> I did not realize, this is kind of funny, um, we're sitting there, and I'm sitting right next to Canapper, uh, my brother-in-law, who's got the two boys, yep. and um, get to the seventh inning, we're up one nothing. Uh, Christian Lesman, who I've talked about on the show, was pitching for us and throwing a gem, and we're the home team, we're the higher seed, so we, uh, top of the seventh, we shut them down, and me and Nat both stand up, you know, kind of like, well, now they got to play later, and, you know, what are we going to do until they play, and. I see the boys run out on the field again. I'm like, oh, these are nine-inning games. <laughs> so, Oh, I see. Sure. Need, needless to say, his son let off the top of the ninth with a big double and uh, put a lot of pressure on us, and they ended up going ahead 3-1 to one in the ninth, and we couldn't score in the bottom, and they knocked us off. So, uh-huh. so the way it works is um, two <clears> – <throat> so two of – these 10 teams I said, but there's two pods of five. Okay. So you have to finish in the top two of your pod. So you basically got to win – well, we have to win three games now because we lost. Like, if, if you're in the winner's side, you win two games and you're you're in. You're the top whatever one. So we're kind of battling it out for the one. I mean, if Ridge loses today, they play at 11. Um, then they would – if we would win our game at two, then we would play each other. So it's Ridge and Century playing, and we play NDSCS. So – so, yeah, and uh, my my son, Brooksy, is on the mound at 2, and my nephew, Benny, is on the mound at 11. So you can imagine there's lots of baseball buzz and pretty exciting stuff. Right, and just so people <laughs> understand, Jeff and I are talking at about 9.30 in the morning. Uh, right. So when he says playing today at 11 at 2, when this airs on KWLM at after 4 in the afternoon, those games have already happened. Uh, but they haven't, as we're talking about it, uh, coming into this point. So how has yeah. the pitching season gone then for, for Brooks? Well, I've been very happy with how it's gone. I think, you know, it's different for me, you know, the, you go through high school and whatever else, and he's either in the field or pitching. So, you know, he's constantly playing, hitting in the middle of the lineup and all that stuff. You get to college. And I think just one of the first days of practice, it's like, do you want to be a pitcher only a PO as they call it, or do you want to try to do both? And at that point, I think he just felt, I don't know if I'm ready uh, to hit at this level or not. So he was just going to be a pitcher. So for all year, he's just been a pitcher, which is a different feeling. You know, I mean, you go to games and of course I love all the guys, but it's different. You know, you go knowing your kid is not getting in or, yeah. you know, whatever. So 
anyway, um, but he has gotten three starts. I think I probably said this already, so I don't mean to keep talking about it, but he's gotten three starts and he's gotten three wins in those three starts. So that's gone well. Um, He actually hadn't given up a run um, in his starts at all until the last game, which was a little bit messy. I can't remember if we talked about it or not because I think that might have. I don't remember which day that was, but it might. We might have. But he got the win because he had run support. But now sure. he is uh, on the mound today against NDSCS, a team we haven't faced. Um, like I said, these teams are all so close. I don't really want to make any predictions. Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, how many? How many went <laughs> six and four? You know, it, oh my, a, a big bundle so, there. So yeah. But it's fun. We play at Faber now, so I know I've said before we play at Putts as our home field, so I'm sure they didn't want us playing in our home field, but what an awesome complex yeah. to have. You know, and, and just the buzz, it, it felt, it, it was kind of nostalgic because the last time I was at Faber Field was when our McCray boys last year were in the uh, state tournament and Brooksy hit that walk-off for us to get fifth. Um, so walk-off hit, so just yeah. really good memories walking into there. His last pitching outing there wasn't so great. He started the first game of the state tournament. And he got roughed up a little bit. So I hope it's a better game. It was absolutely gorgeous yesterday, and those fields are so nice. I yeah. mean, for a pure baseball old-school guy like me, I just sitting there looking at the lines on the field, you know, you want to just go down there and, like, can I just take a couple ground balls, you know, over at yeah. first? And let, me, let me play maybe, catch a little bit yeah. here. Yeah. Just catch the whole throwing thing? Yeah, no, not so much. Oh, the but, arm not uh, so Yeah, my arm doesn't work too good anymore either. <laughs> but but it's easy. It's just like, like for me, my whole body just fills up with just all of, all of the stuff that I've been a part of, you know, in baseball and now to have your kids doing it and, and just how much, you know, the family loves it and grandpa and grandma are there and aunts and uncles. And so it's just always been a huge part of our life. So it's kind of neat to see it play out with my last kid here. Yeah. The fact that he gets a chance and it's kind of, I guess I would say to answer your question, he's moved his way up some, I think he was probably more of a, like a, what they would call a midweek starter, you know, when the season started and you thought you were going to have a normal schedule that would maybe not be your conference games, but maybe a game you'd have in the middle of the week, you know, kind of a thing. And then, but I think he's, Obviously, probably moved himself up into the top, you know, four or whatever of the rotation if he's getting a start in their third playoff game. Sure. I'm sure there's some strategy. Who are you playing? How do we want this to shake out? But I'm I'm excited that he gets the opportunity, and it'll be fun to see him in that environment because yeah. everything, you know, it's it's a little different when it's some of the teams you keep playing because I think you go in with these expectations of, oh, this is going to be chippy. We know these guys. They're going to be – I know so-and-so in the corner of the dugout and whatever, and Brooks can be that guy too on, on our team, but – these guys we haven't played, so it'll just kind of be interesting. I could tell you a story from the game last night against Rainy River, stuff I've never seen. So, Oh, really? I don't know where these people come from. Oh, yeah, there was two kids ejected. One was ejected oh, from no. his own coach. From oh. his own coach. Oh, gosh. <laughs> They're in the middle of the game, a player that was on the field. And the coach <laughs> pulled him out and kicked him out and took him out of the game? And rightfully so. I mean, oh, okay. he – to me, was not exactly Don Mattingly over at first. <laughs> he had already had a couple plays that weren't very smooth. So there, I can't remember if we had bases loaded or what, but the play was at home. So kind of a hot smash to him at first. Okay. He throws a short hop to the catcher that the catcher doesn't come up with. Yeah. And he literally calls him out from first base, hollers. You know, there's not that many people at these games, so you yeah, can hear him. You can hear him, yeah. So he literally, like, drops an F-bomb on his catcher oh, boy. in the middle of the field, kind of like wake the – F up, Man. you know, is what he says across the field. Wow. So, the, so they call time because now it's, you know, all of a sudden everybody's like, what is going on here? You know, so manager, which I felt bad for that guy. He's got his hands full. Yeah. 
he walks out there, you know, and looks over to his right as a first baseman, and you can see him motioning, like, you get out of here. Like, you are done. Like, that is not happening. Yeah. So the kid literally has a temper tantrum. He whips his glove into the dugout. He's kicking dirt. He is hollering and screaming. And, like, he cannot get it together. It's literally like a little kid that you have to hold down on the ground. Like, you need to get it together here, bud. He eventually had, I don't know if it was the AD or a parent, but he hollered up into the crowd, you need to get him out of here because he was down in the the uh, runway or whatever behind the, the bench yep. and just having a fit. Wow. <laughs> so, well, I, I mean, it was yeah. kind of entertaining, but just like I've never seen it before. Yeah, I, 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 I'm a little concerned for that young man too. Clearly he has some exactly. issues. Exactly, that's Hopefully the reason they, we almost yeah. felt bad for him. I'm like, yeah. somebody said he was getting absolutely uh, – scolded or whatever and yeah. then just getting chewed out behind i don't know who the person was or anything yeah. but uh there was there was a lot of different walks of life i think on that team when you start talking about getting up to the canadian border um i don't exactly know what everybody's life is like up there so i mean yeah. there was a lot of yeah. a lot of different names and the the program they were from all over the place whether that's where they were really from or not i'm not sure and i mean like other countries and yeah, so I, I'm I, uh, sure it is. You know, the MCAC they bring in athletes from all over the country. You know, and I assume baseball such an international game. I'm pretty sure Ridgewater has had kids play here from from Central American countries too, or from Caribbean oh yeah, and nations. we have a few on our team too. Yeah. You know, it gives them yeah. an opportunity. Yeah, um, you know, maybe a school isn't so great or not on the top of their list, and they kind of need a year or two to hone their skills. I know I was watching Itasca finish up against Alex last night, uh-huh. and I happened some of the like the NSIC coaches were there scouting. And I happened to sit next to the upper Iowa coach and he happened or he used to be the central lakes coach. So he knew, you know, all about everybody and the base coaches were, you know, interacting with him and stuff. So it was kind of neat to be right in the middle of all that. He pointed out the shortstop who in the program was from Florida. He goes, that is the fastest guy I have ever seen in person. And then he also talked about how his brother was in double a, you know, of course I'm eating all this stuff up. I'm like, I love all these facts. And you know, you just kind of wonder where do, where do all these guys come from, where they think they're going, you know, what, what was their life like and their baseball experience up to this. And it, to me, it was fun because it's, it's been such a uh, runaround of a season this spring for these boys that, it was kind of fun to have other teams, other fans, and just a different like energy. And and here we sit now. If if we win if we win two today, then then we're in the four, final four to go to the World Series. And it's four teams, you know, that we've seen or we'll see today. It's it's four from this region, so it's very realistic. And granted, uh, St. Cloud went last year. They've gone you know before, so it isn't like some unattainable thing. But right, we're kind of getting down to it, and it's an experience I am learning as we go. But just uh, not to keep talking a whole bunch here, but it's it's, uh, right. it's a fun thing and it's neat. And I just I could sit at the baseball park all day and watch these guys play. And and like I said, you just I've said this so many times in my life. Even you know I'm going on forty some years of being in, at the ballpark, and you think you've seen it all. And then I'm sitting there last night. I'm like, what in the heck is going on yeah. here? You know, like you can't make this up. And then later the base ump is kicking out a guy from the dugout that I don't know what he said to him. And I just said, I mean, the, the coach, I, he didn't have a lot of help either. Like I'd never, it was always like him having to handle everything. There wasn't like an assistant coach. It's like, coach, I got this, you know, we'll yeah. go deal, you know, kind of what you need. So I felt bad for him. He's over a third, like, have we lost our minds here? And I'm guessing it's probably, it probably wasn't just like out of the blue from what you saw, like probably has his hands full on a day-to-day basis, maybe yeah. with some of these guys, but yeah, it was, yeah. 
it was interesting, interesting to say the least. <laughs> yeah, and and hopefully the kid isn't kicked off the team entirely. Kind of, you know, it sounds like somebody who can use being around a team and uh, yeah. figuring out what it means to be part of a team and, and all that. Uh, so as uh, much as it's yeah, as much as it's easy for us guys to say that dude needs his butt kicked, and yeah. the other people aren't saying, I think he actually probably needs a hug. <laughs> yeah, he could he could be having some emotional issues. That's for sure. A nifty yeah. two point five five ERA for Brooks. I was just kind of looking up his numbers a little bit. Oh yeah, maybe that's from. A nope. little bit ago, I think the last game they show him pitching in was nope. May 11th. Is that nope, correct? That's right. All right. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. So it's May just, 11th. It couldn't have been because that's yesterday. But. Oh, that's right. That's right. So I must <laughs> no, have just the team's last game. Yeah, we, yeah. Yep. That should be right. Yeah. That, that, he's only had an ERA since his last game, so it has to be right. Yeah. So. Cool. All right. Very good. Uh, yeah. Hey, and and for me, uh, my uh, I have a, a step brother whose son is actually pitching for TCU. And uh, well, is awesome. uh, having a good season for them, so that's been that's been fun to watch too. Uh, a little oh, college sure. baseball. He's actually pitched on national TV a couple of times on ESPNU. So then, naturally, my stepdad is on the phone right away. Hey, uh, Cole is pitching on TV tonight. Better check it out. And and the good thing is, there I can go to ESPN Plus and and find his games, and then I can watch him pitch, and then yeah. fast forward through their teams at bats. And then watch him pitch, and then fast forward through the at bats. So, uh, yeah, I he, love stuff like that. He is among the nation's leaders in wins. I think he has eight wins this year, and and that's uh, first yeah. first or second in the whole country uh, for Division One. So, yeah, he's having a good season too. Are you watching? Yeah, you'll the- have to text me sometime if that's on. I would like to look that up. Yeah. Too. So I Cole always like to say you have some connection somewhere to this stuff. You know, that's, yeah. Uh, just. You know, it's fun to see that and know that, you know, to have any kind of a connection, kind of like the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, right. The, uh, I, w- I was on two fills because he's been at Canterbury. Oh, really? So just, yep. So but, that that was my, I'm like, oh, okay, yep, I like two fills. There you go, absolutely. Dang, yeah. you pulled it off. Dang, you pulled it off. Oh, shucks, I didn't know that had happened. Yeah, so uh, two yeah. fills, that's right. Uh, I forgot about that. He raced at Canterbury, that horse did? Yes. Wow. So and I, I saw that because I follow Canterbury on Facebook yeah. or whatever, and they said, yeah. here's your local connection to the Kentucky Derby, and they showed him racing Great. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, speaking of, you know, we didn't talk about talking about that. That is one of my favorite things. Like I am, The Kentucky Derby? I, oh, I, I love to watch love that. It. I yep. love watching all the pre. There is no pregame I would rather watch than that. Oh, is that right? Um, wow. Oh, yeah. geez. Just yeah. all of the storylines. And, and, yeah. and I, since I was young, my, my parents, uh, my dad loved to go to the racetrack. So he, yeah. he brought me since I was young. I remember driving my, my mom would take me during a day. If I wanted to go, I used to look it up in the star tribune. <laughs> I had my horse that I liked. If he was going to be racing, I wanted to get down there. <laughs> sure. I didn't know what, what I was doing, but I right. have such awesome memories of it. Yeah. I just yeah. love being there and the, the, the thrill of it. Like I watched, um, uh, strike, uh, the, the long shot that won that was just last year right yeah yep whatever yep. strike so i mean i watched a replay of that and the guy showing the arrows and the calls i just i love those announcers i literally like get teared up and choked up listening to it. i get so fired up yeah i yeah. don't know what it is i think it's the horses i'm just like they're yeah. amazing and yeah. it's like how do they know how do they know this but yeah i i know that was one of the things that they said in the pregame when they were talking to like the trainers are like he knows he knows it's today yeah. You can tell he knows. Like, he's ready today. He's yeah. all puffed up. And Very smart. He animals. knows today is the day. I'm yeah. just like, that's so cool and so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, no I enjoy that, him. too. Yeah. There's no agenda with him, yeah. Todd. There isn't flopping on the floor. That's there right. isn't flopping on the floor. There isn't some platform <laughs> they think they have with social media to tell us how to live our lives, and who should be president. It's like, they just, they, they actually get beat on so that they run faster, and then they're just these beautiful, elegant, powerful machines. I yeah. mean, I just... 
I don't know, maybe it's just the pureness of it all, but I just, I absolutely love the Kentucky Derby. I love all these races, but yeah. the fanfare of the Kentucky Derby and the celebs. is really something. That's and I sure. love the jockeys, too. Like, back to my point, it's like, they, they don't, they got no agenda. You know, they're coming from yeah. wherever. They're just hard work and little dudes and dudettes, and they're, yep. you know, it's fun listening to them talk, and, you know, just how they understand these animals is just kind of amazing, and then you see the stories of whatever family won, and, you know, how this came about, and just all the different storylines there. I just think it's really neat. When I lived in Wyoming, we would have a, a horse racing season there in the town I lived okay. in, in, in Gillette, which is roughly the same size of, as Wilmer, and uh, you would go out at night during the racing season on a Friday or Saturday, and, and the jockeys would be out in the bars quite a bit, and holy cats, wherever they were, there was a party going on. I mean, oh, those, I those little guys, they knew how to party, and usually <laughs> before the end of the night, uh, there was a lot of guys around there with little man's disease. One of them was going to get into a scrap with someone, and once in a while, it was the two jockeys fighting each other, uh, oh, so that, that was usually entertaining. Uh, to watch certainly so that was a yeah. lot of fun have you yeah, been have, no I really like that yeah have you watched the twins much lately well I haven't I I try to you know whether I'm driving or whatever a lot of times I'll put them on because I have Bally or whatever so I mean yeah. I can just have them playing while I drive yeah or I do enjoy listening just to the radio still, sure um, yep, listening me too. to a game so yeah I've been trying to keep up on them as much as I can and they're they keep keep battling so that's been good just injuries again now tyler maui yeah. tommy john surgery kenta maeda i talked to a suhan today and, and uh, he says that the twins don't anticipate maeda being a, a starting pitcher again potentially this oh, season oh. so you know they, they their depth of the starting rotation uh getting tested already nice to take two out of three for the padres with the all-star lineup that they bring to the plate every night for I sure mean, holy cats they they payroll is like 300 million dollars uh uh, which is two hundred million more than the Twins' payroll, so you could take two out of three from them. That's always a good weekend. <laughs> yeah, I've I watched, you know, just blurps from different innings, and I'm like, is this like the All Star game? Like every I know. guy that keeps coming up from yeah. their lineup, I'm like, okay, so we put, you know, I'm like, all right, so we have Tatis on second, so that's good, and then the next guy comes up, I'm like, well, he's as good or better than yeah. him, you know. And then, then the next guy comes up, and I'm like, oh my god, there's another slugger, so, Soto, uh, uh, yeah. Machado, well, Bogart, you know. Clo- Closer too comes in and I'm and yeah. we actually Hater. won with him and Hater, but he's yeah. nasty. Yeah, man, he's nasty. Yeah, yeah. So and and unfortunately, you know, I, I'm a Jose Miranda fan, but boy, he just wasn't hitting. So yeah. he goes he down, down, and for him, he's got to be careful because Royce Lewis is starting his rehab I, yeah, assignment June first, maybe. Yeah, first. That's right. Okay. So it's coming up that he might be ready to play, and Correa's at the shortstop. So where are you going to put Royce Lewis? It's going to be at third base. So Miranda needed to come out fast, and maybe he recognized that and put a little too much pressure on himself. Yeah. Well, and I would love to see Royce figure it out. I yes. mean, obviously an immense talent and we could use that. I mean, I'm a, I like Miranda and everything, but he's probably no Royce Lewis no. when it comes down to That's it. Right. It's just got to stay healthy. Yep. Hey, Lefty, yep. Uh, have a great weekend. We'll talk next week. Sounds good, Todd. Jeff Ash joining us here on the Todd and Friends podcast. It's brought to you by Heritage Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at KWLM, 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.